0: Folks, and welcome to another episode of PodCraft. This is the show all about podcasting, helping you to create a more successful podcast. I'm Colin Gray from ThePodcastHost.com, joined as always by Matthew. How you getting on, Matthew?
1: Good day, sir. Very well. Can't complain. Good. good. Actually, I can. I could always. I could always always complain. You always. How how long have you got?
0: (laughs) <laughs> I won't complain today. It was actually quite sunny. Um, this whole Australia weather thing—it just—it's not as advertised. It's been uh, pretty crappy actually up until now, but it's getting warm now. So I'll, I'll let it off. It seems to be heating up.
1: Only another uh, few months, and then you'll be back in these these sunny shores. I'm sure. Indeed,
0: so. indeed. I'll be I'll be begging for it by that point. Though when it gets to like 44 <laughs> degrees in Adelaide, I'll be uh, I'll be dying for it. My Scottish, my pale Scottish skin will just not handle it at all. <laughs> Terrible. Anyway, to the podcast growth, talking of growing a tan, uh, how about po- growing a podcast? <laughs> we <Way laughs> On this season, a nice segue, uh, the, on this season we're talking about podcast growth uh, based on our very own podcast growth book that we've got coming out right about now. In fact, I'll be out by, this, by the time this episode's live. Um, the idea is that we've got a book called Podcast Growth and in every chapter we have a set of tactics. Each one, just anything from a short task of about five minutes, right up to maybe a couple of hours. Uh, but the idea being that you take one of them each week or one of them each day or one of them each fortnight, whatever frequency you want, try and create a habit around taking one on a regular basis, doing that tactic, adding a little bit to the growth fire and growing your audience over months or years even. Uh, have you? I, mean, it'd be great. I can't wait to hear some uh, results from this, Matthew. I mean, do you think we'll get some feedback pretty quickly?
1: I sincerely hope so. Yeah. (laughs) Um, No, I do. I do. I do think so because uh, there's something in here for everyone. Like we've said before on previous episodes, whether you, you maybe have like no budget at all, but a bit more time, then there's plenty for you or the flip side, like you've no time at all, but you've maybe got a bit of a marketing budget behind you then you're going to find an equal amount of useful stuff. Or you might be like a a mix of both. You know, you've got a bit of budget and a bit of time. Uh, but yeah there's there is something for everyone as they say and I like I like this chapter the chapter that we're diving into here is is helping yourself by help mothers because I always feel like with with the promotion of content online there's a it's not even a misconception because it's true a lot of people just treat it like you know I'm going to go here and I'm going to go here and I'm just going to talk about my stuff and I know you need to do that to an extent but I think promotion could come, or growth can come around actually talking about other people's stuff, help other people out, uh, rather than just constantly saying like, "Here's my latest episode," "Here's my website," "Here's the product I'm selling." Um, so I really like this this chapter because it's yeah. uh, would all altruistic. Would that be the word? <laughs> yeah, might
0: that's be, the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Might well be, be a bit more giving. a lot of crosswords. yeah giving giving to get basically although not with that intention you give to help folk and hopefully it comes back around to you but yeah i think i think you're absolutely right it's great this one um and i even i especially like this tactic the, the creating a montage episode because it's i think it's great content and i think it it helps other people It showcases other people in your audience or or your peer group or your industry but it creates something really useful and it's it creates really entertaining content i think often so do you, want, do you want to explain exactly what a montage episode is for anyone that doesn't that doesn't quite get it or hasn't seen one before?
1: Yeah, exactly. So a montage episode is it's a piece of audio content, a podcast episode that's made up of clips from different contributors. So these all tend to focus around answering one particular question. I think I've mentioned on the show before, like back in the day on the audio drama podcast, we did we did ones like you know how do you make a scary audio drama how do yeah. you make a funny audio drama um you know what's your ultimate tips for voice acting stuff like that and you, you would get contributions for all these different people and you would be able to produce it up just in a nice sort of almost documentary style way yeah. when you're cutting yeah. in and out all these different contributions so yep. the contributions they could either be from Podcast listeners, you could put that call out to your podcast listeners and invite them to participate. Or a, a strategy that I would recommend, particularly if, if you're sort of early stage with your podcast, is that you specifically reach out to people to ask them because you, what you don't want to do is put all the planning into this and then you don't really get anything back. So, what I would recommend doing, especially for this chapter, is find other podcasts in your niche, or podcasts that cover similar topics than you, podcasts that have similar target audiences than you, and if you reach out to the folks that run those shows, and you know you're presenting them with the question, sell the benefit benefit to them as always. So you're saying, you know, putting together this episode, I think it's going to be really good content, and it's also going to be a wee bit of promotion for them too, because no matter how small your audience is, they're still getting in front of it. And they, they might pick up a few more listeners because they've been involved in it as well. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. I'll, before I get too far ahead here, like we say in the book, each each tactic, we, we give the type the time required in the podcast level. So what we've got here, we've got type, a uh, big strategy, time required around three months from planning to publishing. And the podcast level, we're, we're really thinking about that 10 episode mark, because I don't think this is something that you should dive into from episode one. No. <laughs> um, you know, you see here there is a bit of planning and organisation involved. And I think as well, if you've if you've only released one episode or maybe no episodes, it might be hard to get people to send you clips in because yeah. they maybe get things like this all the time. And, you know, they'll think to themselves, is this person just going to quit before this even, even sees the light of day? So <laughs> it's good to show that you're committed, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think you need to be pretty established to get away with this one because <clears throat> you're asking people to contribute their time to send stuff in to to help your show essentially, um, but in exchange for helping them, which is that exposure. So yeah, absolutely needs a bit of an audience. Uh, it, on, on the other hand, something that occurred to me, this hasn't even occurred to me before, but just when you were talking there, do you think there's scope for doing these with also sharing it with them? by which I mean, uh, put it together and you say, I'll produce this. Uh, You can play a little bit of it on your show or the whole thing on your show as well. I mean, it's the kind of thing that could be quite easily treated almost as the co-hosted type approach. You know, like you co-host a podcast and then both of you, both people post the episode on their own shows. A montage episode is really helpful and then it could be, could take sections of it, at least for another person's show. It might be worth exploring with some people potentially, but... Yeah, yeah, podcast, absolutely.
1: Yeah, I mean, it gives you it gives you a lot of scope to to grow your show once the thing's published. Like you say, you could, you know, if you had twenty folk, that twenty podcasters involved, you could give the, those twenty podcasters permission to play that on their own yeah. feeds. Uh, they they might not all do it, but some of them might, you know. And yeah. that's yeah. that's certainly going to bring a few more listeners. It's going to share share the audience out amongst everyone. Yeah. but um, it's, it's yeah
0: it's almost like the old um, what was it called again the blog carnival I think it was called it's a really old-fashioned thing people used to do it to, bro- to grow their blogs you would get five bloggers together all who have maybe a similar size-ish of audience or at least a similar topic and you'd all share around an article um, and maybe maybe all guests post on each other's and it does the circuit. Uh, so it's like, yeah, we're, we're going to have a podcast carnival where five different podcasts all play the same montage episode contributed to by everyone from all five podcasts. Um, it, be, it could be a really nice way to get the content out there to offer really valuable stuff to every single one of those podcast audiences and really showcase the other shows that are in that topic. So, yeah, it could be quite cool. Um, The thing that occurs to me with this always, Matthew, is the work involved. So you talk about three months, like how you've done it before. Do you have any tips on um, how to cut down the work on delivering something like this?
1: Yeah, I think you need to to be not strict. That's the wrong word. But you, you need to be quite definitive on what you expect from people. So like, I need this back by whatever date and rough guidelines as well on things like length. And also I think it, a lot of it comes down to your question as well so the, the question that you want them to answer so like I've written down a, a couple of sort of examples here you might have like an episode of a travel podcast where contributors are talking about their favorite holiday destination you could have a sound design podcast where they're talking about their favorite audio production software or you could have a health podcast where they're talking everyone's talking about like their morning routines so yeah yeah just at surface level, you might not get a lot out of people if, you're, if your question is quite general, like the holiday destination one. Somebody could just get back in, just say, like, Jamaica. So you <laughs> might want to break that up. So you might want to have, like, sub-questions. You know, what, what what surprised you about this holiday destination? You know, what was what's your ultimate tip for people that go there? So you could give them these other little sub-questions that are prompts so you're getting some really good value content out of them.
0: Yeah, yeah. And length-wise, yeah. I
1: would say, um, similar to podcast episodes, there's no ideal length, but I reckon, you know, three to five minutes is a kind of sweet spot for those individual clips as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you could even go shorter. I mean, I've, I've seen montage episodes go sort of two, two or three minutes at the most as well, but, yeah, three to five minutes is a great great guideline. Um, and I was just thinking, I was thinking of the example for us, like just to give a a really specific example if we were to put out something like what was your favorite podcast growth tactic to take the the book theme um you would definitely want to ask something like so what tell us about the one thing that you've done to grow your podcast that worked really well uh we would love you to tell you tell us how you did it um when you did it like what the result was after it was delivered and what your top one or two tips are in delivering it for somebody else, you know, make it quite specific, like give a set of bullet points. I think that's, that's a really good, um, yeah, guideline to make sure you get everyone following a similar kind of structure and really given as much detail as possible. Yeah, it's quite good. Do you, sorry, one, Matthew.
1: I was just going to say as well, the, the once you hit publish as well, you can, you know, it's easy to do all this work and not reap the full benefits of it. It's similar to like, you know, uh, you interview somebody and then you might publish it and just not tell the person that you interviewed. So you're yeah. losing the opportunity <laughs> for them to share it out. So I think yeah. what you've got to do is have have a good process in place for following up with everyone that got involved and make it very easy for them to then share it out you know obviously ask them to share it out ask them nicely if they wouldn't mind sharing out it's great content for their audience great visibility for them and just make it easy for them as you would for any any guest that comes on your show so sending them an email you know i I hear people have good results by like even pre-writing tweets and stuff like that so they literally just have to copy and paste it so yeah make it really easy and and obviously ask the question too because um yeah yeah, a lot of people just hit publish and leave it at that and hope that some some magic happens and they get loads of downloads (laughs) around it so yeah
0: absolutely do you when you're putting it together so you've got all your clips you've got say you've got five or ten three minute clips all together how do you put it together do you do you just skew them up in your editor and put a little transition between each or do you put a narration between them all or is there a different approach
1: I think it depends on the clip, so a lot of clips will work well as standalones, especially, you know, podcasters can be quite savvy about that, so they'll <laughs> record it in a way that they pose the question and answer the question. Um, others might be a bit more literal, you know, they'll just dive in it, and it might require a bit of narration just to, to transition a bit more smoothly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's not production heavy. You do need, you, you do need a, a lot of different clips to be moving around, but you know I wouldn't yeah. say it's um I wouldn't say it's like making a, a fully fledged audio drama or anything like that. Yeah. So yeah.
0: Yeah. I think that's where that's where the structure really pays off, isn't it? Because I can see a situation where, and in fact we've done this with a couple of our more documentary style shows in the past. I'm thinking of one in particular where I would tend to ask one bigger question. So let's take that um how did you grow your podcast? What's one way you grew your podcast question? Um, You would ask that question, but in three parts. Uh, Like I said, so what did you do? Uh, What were the results? And what would you do differently if you did this again? So let's say you did it three parts like that. They would send in the whole thing, answering all three parts. But that gives you the opportunity then, if you structure it really strongly like that, to chop it up and actually do a narration between each one. So it gives you maybe a a sort of higher production value or be able to tell a story a little bit by narrating at the start. So first I asked everyone, like, what was, uh, how did you grow your podcast? Like, what was the tactic itself? And then go into the first part of the clips and then you jump in again with another narration saying, and then I was really interested to hear, uh, you know, uh, what were the actual results of this? And then jump into those sections. So you can kind of chop them up and uh, so you're not just getting like a four minute clip, say, and then another mm-hmm. four-minute clip, then another four-minute clip. Instead, you're kind of breaking them up a little bit. And obviously that's a bit more work. But I remember with us doing a few shows like that in the past, we found that if you structured this the questions really strongly, really strictly, it made the editing a lot easier, didn't it? It made it, it made it so that the answers came through in a more easily editable way, I found. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah yeah that's it like you can um you can engineer it so that you get a few episodes worth out it too. you know it doesn't necessarily need to be one episode like yeah you yeah. could ask three or four questions you could end up with three different episodes so yeah, yeah it's sure. um the base level tactic of doing it but th- there's loads of different uh, scope for for how you actually execute it
0: indeed indeed good stuff All right, that was the montage episode. You can get further reading there uh, over at thepodcasthost.com forward slash montage. Thepodcasthost.com forward slash montage. And that's uh, an article on growing your audience with a milestone episode. Was that you, Matthew, or was that somebody else? Do you remember?
1: I believe that was me that wrote it. Yeah, I was um, talking Ah, about the fact that these... These, my, these montage episodes are pretty handy if you're celebrating a milestone you know it's your 50th episode or your 100th 100 yeah and that's yeah. a that's a really good incentive um subconsciously maybe for folk to get involved because they see that they see that credibility and commitment yeah, you know this person yeah. this person's done 50 episodes of course i want to get involved so yeah, there's, yeah, there's kind yeah. of that as well so
0: Yeah, absolutely. You're absolutely right. But I I wouldn't hold off even on waiting till 50 or 100 either. I mean, you can certainly jump into this at 20, 25, 30, whatever it might be. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. I'd say as
1: as little as 10, I think 10 shows you're you're pretty committed, doesn't it? Definitely, definitely.
0: All right, that's another one in the bag, Matthew. Uh, Good to speak to you again from the other side of the world
1: yeah it's always good to speak to a human in general in these times um it's quite a a lonely isolated time isn't it so good to catch
0: up indeed yeah well i hope if you're out there listening i hope you're all safe and well as well and i hope you're finding these tips useful and helping you to grow your show we'll see you on the next one which will be in another week or so until then stay safe and we'll talk to you then